No Bull. Powered by Earnhardt Auto Centers. For a premier destination near you, head to nobull.com. Here's Chris, Crespin, and Simone. And welcome in to the Wednesday edition of Noble with Chris, Crespin, and Simone. Hope everyone is having a great week. We've made it to the midway point of the week, gentlemen. And weirdly enough, and we're going to get into it really off the top of the week, we have football today. While we are recording this show, you said like it's two Wednesday. hours from now. You said it's a Wednesday. Football no, I know. Wednesday, not Wednesday night football. Wednesday afternoon football, Wednesday lunchtime football. It's a very weird thing that we're uh, we're having today, and it's going to be a weird thing to kind of digest while I'm working throughout the rest of the day. Uh, lots of stuff going on in the National Football League and across the sporting world. Gentlemen, how are we doing on a Wednesday? Everybody doing good? Jordan Simone working Fantastic. on the lights over there. Got to got to make himself look good. It was blinded. I always forget there, about the lighting. I don't even know if does anyone ever see us on here besides when we post videos. Like, can people watch full episodes of this show? Yeah, they can. YouTube. Just head over to YouTube We're, and you can check out the entire show. Oh wow, yeah. If you want to see uh, me fix my lighting a lot, mm-hmm. then go to YouTube and you can watch the show. Ninety <laughs> percent of the time, I forget to even put up the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Looks good. It makes your nose a little shiny. We're gonna have to get you a little bit of uh, some makeup. There, I need but... my makeup team is is uh, on vacation yeah. right now for the holidays. So. Oh, is that right? Okay, that's right. unfortunate. Yeah. So, All right, we'll yeah. get them. We'll back. get that let's... worked out for twenty twenty one. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's work that out. Perfect, uh, perfect. In the meantime, Sean, if you could hit the fancy music so we can tell everybody what is in the lead on the program today, that would be wonderful. This is the one they're talking about. I mentioned it off the top. Like, I don't know, three hours from now, there's a football game that's going to be played while we're recording this show. Yeah, about three hours and 20 minutes from now. Yeah, one forty yeah. local time for us. 340 uh, Eastern, where you, I believe you're at right now, Schubert. I yep. never know where you're at across yep. the country these days. But, uh, yeah, weird. On a Wednesday, you've got not just football. Steelers Ravens Steelers Ravens like always one of the more anticipated games on the NFL calendar and right now in the heart of the playoff race five six games left depending on where you're at these guys haven't played in a couple weeks so six for them Uh, but six games left on the calendar and Steelers Ravens is being played on a Wednesday at 140 (laughs) yeah 140 in the afternoon only 2020 yeah, and uh, to add to that, uh, earlier today we learned that two additional Ravens, one staff member, equipment manager, and one player uh, tested positive. They do not think that that is going to derail the ability to play this game tonight, but there is one other hurdle to, to clear. Uh, the Ravens and everybody involved will be taking point-of-care tests that results come back within about 30 minutes before the game today. If all of those tests come back negative, we are full go for this game tonight. There will be no Lamar Jackson. There will be no J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram. Those two guys, the last two I mentioned, the two running backs, they are cleared and eligible to play, but they only became cleared and eligible to play today. The original thought was they were going to fly to play this game. They are not going to do that now. They are not going to be there. So a short-handed Ravens team tonight or this afternoon when they take on the Steelers, Jordan. Even with that in you know in mind, this is still a rivalry game. These two teams do not like each other. Should be should be some fun football on a Wednesday afternoon. Look, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I, I think you know um, there's a lot of moving parts, and uh, uh, you know obviously no Lamar Jackson, so you you're looking at for Pittsburgh to dominate. And if you're Pittsburgh, you're just pissed off that this game hasn't been played on time because it kind of messes up everything else. But from a player's point of view, I know that these guys got to be frustrated. Just be like, yeah, can we either play or not play or move on? You know what's going on? There's just been a lot of uncertainty, so I'm glad that they're going to just play it. And as a football fan, I'm not too upset that there's football on every day, but Tuesday now. Uh, I'm not upset about it. I think 
this. There might be a lot of viewers and the NFL might go, hey, should we start playing Wednesday night football or Wednesday football? Yeah, not happening. The NFL PA, uh, hard, <laughs> hard pass on that one. Yeah. But we did have... No, uh, we did have Tuesday night football uh, the, at, at some point this season. Late in the We're year. We're going to have it next week. We have, right, and late in the year, I believe, around around the holiday, around Christmas, they do a Friday game as well. So when this when this season is all done, when this is wrapped up, if they do finish it, and I believe they will, clearly the NFL is doing everything they can to finish it, uh, we will have had football on every day of the week this year in 2020, from Monday, Tuesday, Weird. Wednesday, Thursday night, obviously, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday throughout the 2020 calendar. Every day will have been accounted for after this Wednesday night affair. First time we're seeing Wednesday night football, gentlemen, since 2005, the opening game of the season. The Giants and the Cowboys played a Wednesday night football game. Uh, you know how they usually kick off the season on a Thursday. That year, for some mm-hmm. reason, it was on a Wednesday. Uh, but that was, again, to start the year. So it wasn't you know, smack dab in the middle of the season where teams have to adjust quite like the Ravens and Steelers are having to do. So it's not very common, but it has been played on Wednesdays before. All right, let me let me ask you this really quick. Yeah. We're going to play the line is right later, and I don't know if this game's on. It's probably not. But the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game, from what do you think somewhere. the line is? Well, you already oh, think whoa, the line whoa, is Whoa, 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 whoa. Where did you find the Ravens and the Steelers line? I'm just looking at it on my uh, on my app here. Yeah, I haven't seen what, any other line. What's usually next yeah. to the other to, to a to a Raven Steelers line? What's usually next to that? It's, other it's football only got games. this game on it. It's only got this game on it. It's on my little app here. Sean, I, I'm gonna take. I, I know. I see the look in your eye. I'm gonna take it under advisement. I think there might need to be an investigation launch before the what game. What do you it's think the line is, Sean Crespin? Uh, I would say I know Lamar Jackson. Steelers minus five. And a half. It is. Yeah, all, right. all right. No, no, Sean. Hold Wait. on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a no, Sean. It's going to be a no. <laughs> off, Ten and a half a hot was part. the last time I saw it. Wow. Ten and a half. Right. RG3 will be in at quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Does he still have it? No, he hasn't had it in quite some time. I mean, some would argue he hasn't had it since the knee injury in the playoffs going back a decade ago. So, um, no, that's going to be a tough go. It's going to be a tough go. It's not quite what the Broncos had to deal with, but uh, – it's going to be a tough go against one of the best defenses in the NFL, if not the best defense in Pittsburgh. So uh, tough for the Ravens. Ten. Wow, that's a lot. That's a big number even for this game. College football playoff rankings edition two came out last night. And gentlemen, the top seven, same as the old rankings, unchanged. Nobody has moved inside the top seven. There was some movement behind them. Iowa State, one of the big movers. They move up four spots to number nine. Oklahoma State, a little big. Big 12 representation. They move up eight spots to spot 15. But overall, Sean, not really a whole lot to get into here. Just the top seven remain unchanged as we move closer and closer uh, to the finale of the season when we find out who the final four are. Yeah, really the the, the talking points that people have pulled from this over the course of the last uh, almost 24 hours now. Uh, Ohio State, you know, with only four wins still in there. You know, what will the committee do long-term if they continue to not play football games? That's a conversation. Obviously, BYU is a conversation being outside of the top 10. Iowa State has moved herself into the top 10. So those are some of the talking points of it. But, yeah, the top seven unchanged. Uh, I have no problem with that. But I know people, if the, if the season continues to roll on for Ohio State the way that it has, and, you know, they only end up playing five, maybe six tops, you know, that'll be a heck of a discussion once you get there on whether or not you include them over some of the other teams who have maybe played almost a full slate. So, uh, but yeah, outside of the top seven, unchanged for the most part. Those are the, those are your talking points for from Tuesday night's drop of the college football playoff rankings. Good old rank them. 
Good old well, the Big Ten, the, the Big Ten came out and said that you have to have a minimum amount of games to get to the Big Ten championship, and I don't know if Ohio State's going to be able to reach it, right? Uh, yeah, and that's and and that's the problem right now, right? Is if they don't if they don't play enough games to get to the Big Ten championship game, what does the College Football Playoff Committee do with that information? We've, what do they do with that if we get there? If we right. get there, we've also put teams into the College Football Playoffs that did not win their conference before. Sure. So it, yeah. that, to me, that's a non that's a non story. Is Ohio it's State the four best teams? Yeah, is Ohio State one of the four best football teams when it comes to I test mainly this year? I test mainly this year. Resume will play a factor as it should, but it, again, you have to weight those and however you're going to weight them. You know, losses, wins, and so forth. But the eye test is going to be the main factor here. And if people believe Ohio State is one of the four best teams in the country, on paper they are. So unless they do something that is just drastic and they lose a football game they have no business losing, I don't know how you remove them. Because on paper, they are coaching staff to the talent on the roster, one of the top four teams in the country. So We've put teams in before who haven't won their conference. You know, you get two teams out of the SEC all the time. What would be the difference here? You know, in my opinion, they are one of the top four teams in the country. Unless they blow it, uh, I don't know how you remove them. I really don't. Yeah, I think the difference would be is in some of those scenarios where we've seen two SEC teams, they both made it to the conference right. championship game where is if this plays out Ohio State wouldn't. I'm not saying that they would do that, but right. th that would be the difference is those teams have played in their conference right. championship game. Ohio State wouldn't. But again, we have to cross that bridge. They have to ultimately not play enough games to be able to get there. Uh, clear your schedules, guys. Uh, the okay. NBA has released uh, what it looks like on opening night and Christmas Day. Now, these are tentative. When right? are the Obviously, Suns playing? things can change. When are the Suns um, playing? I, I don't what have What time on Christmas? Release. No, I don't, I don't have the press release. What do you mean? They so didn't how make about it? this? How about this? Mm -hmm. Opening night. December 22nd. You think the NBA knows what they're doing with these games? Um, the Nets versus the Warriors in Brooklyn. Hmm. I think Adam Silver knows what he's doing. And then Lakers Clippers in LA. That is opening night. Then you have the Christmas Day slate. How about this? Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks against the Lakers on uh, December 25th on Christmas. The Pelicans will take on Miami. Zion Williamson will make his Christmas debut. And then one of the bigger games later on in the day, Steph Curry returns to the Christmas slate. Golden State Warriors, Venice, Giannis, and the Milwaukee Bucks. And then the Nets will take on the Celtics. Those are your games on Christmas. What, what time the Suns no, playing? Um, no, no Suns there. No Suns on the on the schedule. My, my apologies. They did not make the cut. Did you guys there. see their tweet oh, yesterday when they... <laughs> I thought it was a good tweet. They I, tweeted I out, Christmas is, Christmas is canceled for us. Um, yeah. What were you expecting to be included on that slate? No, Come they're on. just having fun. They're having fun. They're having it's, fun. Sean. You, you be, had a nice off season. You had a nice off season, but come on, under know where you're at. Still, let's have some realistic expectations here. Sean, you wanted it. It's making its return. What's Can that? I get the counter up, please? Oh, Can we I got get some baseball. Music? Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you sixty seconds. Second of baseball, and today is a very important day in baseball because 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. This is the non-tender deadline. Tell Jordan what that means. 
Now that what that means is guys who you who are arbitration eligible, you can choose the tender. Tell Jordan or what arbitration eligible means. Ar okay, arbitration is a system <laughs> that you go to, and then one team, the team puts up a number, the player puts up a number, and an arbiter determines what the salary is going to be for the next year based huh. on a number of factors. The reason why this this date tonight is important. Normally it wouldn't be. Normally these are guys that are at the back half of a of a twenty five man roster that just aren't worth the money that they would probably get in arbitration. So you you move on from them. This will be our first indication of how much penny pinching there is going to be in Major League Baseball because I think there could be some big names that get cut because of the coronavirus pandemic yeah. because they didn't have fans in the building I think we're going to see some bigger names I think this list is going to be longer of guys who get non-tendered and get released tonight so that's why today's an important day because I think this will be our first look at to the financial status of a bunch of teams in Major League Baseball done 60 seconds of baseball <laughs> here fit in. on a he Wednesday fit it in, fit it in right before the buzzer well, and real quick real, real quick real quick because i give go you a hard ahead. time about baseball uh it is going to be interesting because not only did they not have fans last year the uncertainty of i mean who knows what it's sure. gonna look like in march still right when they when they when they try to do this again so uh yeah i think i think you're you're spot on chris with your 60 seconds of baseball tonight could be very interesting because you don't I'll know you the uncertainty is crazy I'll, I'll give you one quick example. Not a household name, but the Twins put on out white waivers this morning. Their outfielder, Eddie Rosario, who's going to make like $10 million this year. That's the type of player that in a normal year probably that wouldn't happen to. But because of the, the, the financial status of the league, there are going to be some bigger names that I think yeah. uh, we're going to see on this All list right, tonight. Clock so it should spoken. be interesting. 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight. The, the deadline. Coming up next, the clock is a noble with Chris Crespin and Simone, 60 seconds of baseball behind us. Things could go from bad to worse for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll get into it next here on Noble with Chris Crespin and Simone. But first, we got to tell you about our friends over at Earnhardt Auto Center. Since 1951, nobody has taken better care of their customers. When it comes to the car buying experience, you should not trust any other name in the Valley. Earnhardt, the family has taken care of me for many years now uh, with their Noble Express option. Go to noble.com, click the Express tab with the current times, social distancing. Uh, you want to stay home. They will literally bring a car to your front door for you to test drive for the day. Uh, I had a brand new Lexus driven to my house. Uh, the guys were super friendly, brought it up, signed a, the, the, the waiver that I needed to for the car. Uh, if you want to buy the car, you can handle all the financing, the application online. Go to noble.com, click that Express tab. Like I said, you shouldn't trust anybody else in the Valley since Harry S. Truman was in office. Earnhardt has been taking care of people here in Arizona. Go to noble.com. Click that express tab, noble.com. That ain't no bull. The Arizona Cardinals. Um, well, it, it might go from bad to worse for them in terms of matchup. Coming off of a, I would say a bad loss to the New England Patriots and their playoff positioning a little bit up in the air now with who they're competing with for some of those final playoff spots in the NFC. And now you draw the Los Angeles Rams this week. And Sean, I was I was perusing the internet this morning, going over prep for the show. And I and I came across a story on ESPN.com. And I want to give a shout out to ESPN's uh, Josh Weinfuss, who covers the Cardinals. He was clearly listening to you and what you were talking about on Monday's show oh, yeah? about Kyler Murray's uh, you know what happens when he rushes well how the cardinals do and what happens when they lose because oh. some of the numbers that he was bringing to the table i remember i was like i was reading the story I'm like 
Sean Cressman brought those numbers up on Monday. So, so Josh, thanks for listening because that's clearly where he got it from. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. He was yeah. getting it from my prep, uh, but no, but he's not wrong. You know, I had the, the same numbers when I was watching the game on Sunday. I didn't get a chance to watch it until after the ASU uh, basketball game that I was working. So, uh, I had already watched the press conferences. I already knew what the angles were going to be within the game. So, I took some notes while the game was going on. Uh, and you know, I know that Kyler Murray after the game didn't want to say that he has to run the football and run it well for the Arizona Cardinals to have success, but the numbers bear out that way. I mean, they're 1-8-1 and one in games in which he runs for less than 30 yards, right? So that, that those numbers mm-hmm. bear out. In wins this year, he averages 65 yards per game. In losses, he averages 51 yards per game. He has eight rushing touchdowns in the red. I think this is the biggest difference. We talked about it Monday, so I'll just be brief with it, but... He has eight rushing touchdowns in the red zone, averages 5.4 yards per carry in the red zone. And when the Cardinals are dangerous in finishing off drives, it's when he's running the ball well. So I know Kyler Murray didn't necessarily want to go there uh, and said that the Arizona Cardinals can have success and he doesn't have to run the football for them to have it. But I'll tell you this, how did they fare against the Rams last year, gentlemen? Not very well. 34-7 to in the first game they lost. 31 to 24 in week 17 and how did he run the football in those two games a combined a combined six carries for 28 yards did have a touchdown but he was also sacked seven times so does he have to run the football for them to have success i don't necessarily believe so because he does have a heck of an arm the kid can throw the football but the numbers bear out that way when the cardinals win football games he is running the ball well when he's not running the ball well they don't win football games, and he didn't run it well against the Rams last year, and they've got two games coming up against a football team they haven't beat since 2016. And this is those are going to be two important football games here in the final stretch of the season. And Jordan, to that point, this is a team that has struggled as of late to find wins. They're getting blitzed more. In these these last four games, Kyler's been blitzed 39% of the time. The first couple weeks of the season, it was 17. So you you add that up. This appears to be a bad matchup for the Cardinals. McVay has had the Cardinals number since he got to town, 6-0 against them. You know, Could this go from bad to worse for Kyler and this offense if they can't figure out a way to adapt to what's being thrown at them? Look, I think, uh, you know, us in the media, we're, we, we are, uh, you know, we're very, we, we think about things, you know, as they have. So if the Cardinals lose, we're talking about, oh, is this the end? And then they win. We're talking about, oh, this is a playoff team. We got to just relax and let this, uh, let this all play out. Let the Cardinals go through these ebbs and flows. And um, I, I won't be surprised if I see the Cardinals come out and play the best game that they've played all season. Uh, look for Kyler to be escaping the pocket early. Look, the, the Rams have one of the best if not the best defensive player in the game and Aaron Donald, their corners have played extremely well. Uh, and I, I think, you know, that the blitz has affected him. Look at what the Cardinals blitz did to Russell Wilson and confusing him with schemes and confusing him uh, of who's coming. So he doesn't know where his run lane is going to be. And I think teams have, have flipped that and done it to Kyler Murray and try to stop the running quarterbacks. Um, so if you're Kyler, get it. Or if you're, you're Kingsbury, get your, your quarterback comfortable early. Uh, but to that point, you know, we in the media have to not expect so much greatness out of them right away. Kyler Murray will be an MVP candidate uh, and has already his name has popped up in that race. But it's still OK for him to make mistakes and to have bad games. Um, he's, he's not Patrick Mahomes yet. I think you give him a couple years. He's going to be incredible. Build around him, build more pieces. But they, they, they're playing a tough opponent, as you said. The Rams have had their number. 
but I won't be surprised at all if I see the Cardinals go out and play the best game they've played all year. See, I would be completely surprised by that just based off of history against the Los Angeles Rams. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. last year alone, I gave you the numbers, 34-7 to loss, 31-24 loss. They haven't beat this team since 2000, the 2016 NFL season. I think the calendar had just shifted to 2017, but it was the 2016 season. And you're talking about the best defense they may have seen all year. You're talking about the number two defense in terms of yards per game, mm-hmm. number one in yards per play, number three against the pass, number four against the run. Uh, they sacked the quarterback uh, at a rate of over 8% of all dropbacks. Yeah. I told you they sacked him seven times last year as well. Uh, this is a team that Sean McVay and company just have their number, and every team has that, right? I mean, for whatever yeah. reason, the Cardinals play the Seahawks well up in Seattle. Like, every team has that team that plays them well like the Raiders do they have any business being on the same tier as the Chiefs no but they played them well right they're a matchup for them yeah the Rams are a bad matchup for the Arizona Cardinals so I would be shocked if we see them play the best game of the season they have been this week it's a it's a, it's hey, a Sean, tough but, matchup but for them think about think about how shitty their defense was the last couple of years when they played the Rams think how much better they are defensively now this year and offensively they're moving the ball so much better offensively they, they're coming off uh, of a tough loss. Uh, they know they're not going to overlook the Rams. They're, they're going into this week. Their coaches are saying the same things that we're saying right now. Hey, this is the number two defense, blah, blah, blah. They're really good. Aaron Donald. But you know what kills a, a good defensive line? A mobile quarterback. Remember Russell Wilson playing the 49ers last year or, uh, or Kyler playing the 49ers. I mean, when you have a mobile quarterback that can escape the pocket, escape the hands or the clutch of Aaron Donald or – you know, the rest of that defensive line, it, it puts a lot of pressure on, on uh, you know, those guys at linebacker and in the back end. Sure. Uh, and so basically my point is, is they're not going to over, they're not going to go into this game going, oh yeah, we're going to have our way with, they're going into it like, shit, we got to be on our, we got to be doing our thing here. We got to be ready to roll. Of course. We be ready to rock. These guys yeah, have yeah, whooped yeah. our ass the past couple of years. So they're going into it like it's game time. Let's go. So and- that's why I think the mental aspect of it for the Cardinals locker room, I think they're coming off a loss. They're hungry. They want to beat the Rams. They know they have to if they want to stay in playoff contention and, and be a legitimate threat to the Seahawks at the top of the division. So I think that's that's all a factor in this one. Well, you mentioned that playoff contention. And, and on, when looking at this today, and Sean, I was looking at the schedule for the Arizona Cardinals. It has two games against this Rams team that could provide a bunch of fits for them. Right. And this is now a Cardinals team that only has a one-game lead over three teams in the NFC. And since I'm more with you, Sean, that I think the Rams are probably going to win this game on Sunday and are a bad matchup for the Cardinals, I begin to go down the rabbit hole of, is there a team that could catch the Cardinals in the playoff race? And I was comparing schedules. And I found myself, Sean, wondering who has the the better path to the, the playoffs in the NFC. So I thought maybe we could do a game of better or not better. Oh, don't tease me with a good time. <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time. Okay. Here, let me get you yeah, some music. Right. I hang you. on, I got I've got some sound effects to throw in here. I love a good game out. of I love a good game of better or not better. Let's do this. What are we doing? Okay. What are we doing? Better path no, to the playoffs? What are we doing? Better path to the playoffs. So I'm going to read you the schedule for the Cardinals. Right. So you uh-huh. have that as your baseline. Okay. And then we'll down. read Hang the on. schedule of three teams that are within a game of the Cardinals. Because listen, the Detroit Lions. Sorry if you're a listener of the if you're a fan of the Detroit Lions, listen to the show. You're not getting any respect here. Yeah. You're not on the list. All right. So I will read you the Cardinals schedule the rest All right. of the way. All right. Play the Rams this Sunday, as you know. Yes. Then they're at the Giants. Okay. They are home against the Eagles. Okay. 
They are home against the 49ers, who they're sharing a home with. Yeah. And then they go to L.A. the final game of the season to, to face the Rams. Does everybody got that? Any I other questions that. about no, the I'm Cardinal good. schedule? Okay. Okay. So now we're going to go to the three teams. Because, listen, I think if we, if we look at this, the Bucks, their schedule, they're going to get to 10 wins. And then the Cardinals are probably max 9 or 10 wins. Well, we right now, here's how the NFC sits the, in, in, in terms of the wild card. In terms yep. of the wild card, you've got the Rams at 7-4. Seven, seven and four. At five, you got the Tampa Bay Bucks at six, who are seven and five, and you got the Arizona Cardinals, who are six and five. They're a full game back of the Rams. They're a half a game back of Tampa Bay, and they're hanging on to that seven seed that you now have in each conference. But as you mentioned, you're only a game ahead of Minnesota, Chicago, and San Francisco. So let's all right, let's play it. Let's play better or not better path to the playoffs. Who has the best path here? Let's do it. Here is Minnesota's five games, and they are the number eight seed. They're the number eight seed. They're one game back. Okay. Home against Jacksonville uh, at the Tampa win. Bay Buccaneers. Loss. Home against the Bears at the Saints at the Loss. Lions. So the question for you, gentlemen, Sean, we'll start with you. Do the Minnesota Vikings, their path to the playoffs, better or not better than the Arizona Cardinals? That's not better. The Arizona Cardinals have an easier path to the playoffs, in my opinion, on those games. I see, at best, Minnesota winning two games, which means the Cardinals would have to just go one one win the rest of the way. No, not better. Jordan, what do you see? This is tough. I see, yeah. I mean, I, I got to go with Cardinals, too. I think, you know, the Vikings playing the Bears and the Lions, it's probably mm-hmm. a win for them. Uh-huh. Uh, but they've been really streaky. They've been up and down. They've played well. You know, they've dominated on the ground game and then, you know, gone to the next game against a good defense like the Buccaneers or, you know, the Saints and, and just not played well. So I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to say that the Cardinals have an easier path to the playoffs. I agree. So right now we both have the Cardinals still in at the seventh seed. Still in. Okay. Okay. Just just Uh, because, just because, one sec, just because I think the Cardinals will win one of the division games that they're in. Okay. So you've got the Cardinals. What do you have the Cardinals going? What do you have the Cardinals going the rest of the way, Jordan? Rams this weekend at the Giants, Eagles, 49ers at the Rams. How many wins do you see there? I, I think... Four wins. Four. There. So you have them going four and one. Wow. So, you have... so Jordan's on the three ten and six bandwagon. Yeah, you're on the ten and six. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Three. Okay. All right. Three. All right. Three probably at the least. But I think so. The, three I think gets... they squeeze out another okay. one. Yeah, three puts them in this weird spot where one of these teams could catch them. I think if they win four, none of these teams. Yeah, could I think catch if they win them. four, so they're in. The next team up, speaking uh-huh. of streaky teams, the yep. Chicago Bears. All, all right? right. Now, listen, I know they've lost five in a row, but listen to this schedule the rest also of the way. Also, just gentlemen. a game back. Also, just a game back right. of the Cardinals. Just all right, here we go. Game out. Better or the more Lions. worse? Here we go. Home, home against the Lions. Home against the Texans. At Minnesota. At Jacksonville. Home against the Packers. So, Sean, I will ask you the same question I asked about the Minnesota Vikings. The Chicago Bears' path to the playoffs, better or not better than the Arizona Cardinals? Not better. I see, at best, three wins there. I only see three wins there, and I don't think that's enough to surpass the Cardinals who are sitting a game ahead of you. I still like the Birds in the seventh seed. Jordan? I don't think that they're going to win another game. This the is a terrible, <laughs> terrible uh, offense. Mitch, right. they, they have so many issues at quarterback right now with Mitch Trubisky. I don't see them winning another game. They're not even going to be uh, close to All playoff right. contention. Birds are still in. Last, last team on the list, the San Francisco 49ers. Here's okay. the schedule, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Home against the Bills. Okay. Mm-hmm. Home against the Washington football team. Okay. 
at the Dallas Cowboys on uh, what is either Sunday night or Thursday night. I can't do dates off the top of my head. All right. At the Cardinals and then home against the Seahawks. Now, remember, these Oof. home games are actually here. So remember that. Those home games well, are actually here. The but first that is two the schedule. So, the so Seahawks, game, Seahawks game could be back in Santa Clara. We'll have to wait and see. San but, Francisco okay, go ahead. 49ers. Mm-hmm. Better or not better path to the playoffs than the Arizona Cardinals? I see. <laughs> it's going to come if down. This one's the close one. It's going to come down to that game with the Arizona Cardinals. And, and I got to tell you, I think being on the road the way they are for this long, I'm going to have to lean towards the birds winning that football game. I'm going to say that the Cardinal, the Niners path is not better to the playoffs than the Arizona Cardinals. I still have the birds at the seventh seed. Cardinals are getting it. Jordan? I, I agree. Uh, I mean, the Niners are going to take on Washington and the Cowboys, both bad teams, but the Cardinals are taking on the Eagles and Giants. Now, they're probably the two better teams in the division uh, as far as that crap division goes, uh, but they also have to take on the, the Bills. That on 49er so, game, Cardinal Niners, could be, dude. Could be a playoff. Could be a lot on that. Yeah. Look, the Niners are getting healthy, but they still don't yes. have their quarterback back. Yep. Shanahan has done a great job. They, they had 13 players on IR, but Raheem Mostert's back. Richard Sherman's back. Uh, I just still just don't think it's enough without Nick Bosa, without you know some of their linemen uh, that create that pass rush for them defensively. I just don't think it's enough to really get them uh, to that playoff spot. But they'll 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 battle hard for it. All right. Uh, this 49er game on Sunday. By the way, I think of the three teams that we mentioned, this is the team that is closest to having the better path. I think of the three. But they don't this have game it. Against, but they don't have it. I, no. I'm with you guys. This Bills game that they have coming up, that's here, right? Yeah. So yeah. you can't underestimate the Bills walking back into the same building where the last time they played the Hale Murray occurred. Uh, psychological like factor. Yeah. I, there could be an upset brewing, right. and then that could change the complexity of this season entirely. So just keep an eye yeah. on that game. Another edition of Better or Not Better here on the program. Thank you, Sound Guy. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Figured we would have a little fun So we settled here. it, uh, though. We settled it. The Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals are in the good. playoffs. No okay. We They're don't have to play. We don't have to play the rest Don't of the season. Play. Cardinals are Stop the count. Cardinals are already in the playoffs. All right. Stop the count. I'm sure that's go. what Sean's going to want to hey, do I, if we he just, gets to an earth. Go ahead, Jordan. We, we just have to hope that the Cardinals show up in these games, and it's mm-hmm. not a Lions or uh, or Carolina Panthers style of football game uh, versus the Giants and the Eagles. They got to show up. They got to finish the season strong. I mean, I got to tell you, I don't like their chances against the Rams in either game. Um, they just can't have a, a fall against, like you mentioned, at the Giants. The Giants are playing better football. Now, the Cardinals might catch another break, which seems to be a theme this year, right, with visited with quarterbacks, opposing quarterbacks. I mean, they had they caught the Jets, you know, right after Sam Darnold went out, and you had Joe Flacco, and then you caught the Cowboys shortly after the Dak injury, and you had the first start from Andy Dalton. Uh, and then you had the second ever start for Tua, you know. Uh, you've caught some breaks at the quarterback position. Danny Dimes there in New York, a little banged up. You may end up catching another break there against the Giants, who have played a little bit better football. I think they've won three of four. So the uh, it might be another break for you at the Giants. But, yeah, you just can't have a falter against the Giants, the Eagles. That 49ers game is going to be big. I don't love your chances against the Rams in either game, especially if it comes down to Week 17. You know, in in that final game, I don't I don't love your chances there at LA. So we'll see. But as of right now, I think if we're doing better or not better, hang on, damn it, I said the word. Sound guy, thank if you. If we're playing, if we're doing better or not better, sound path, guys, Cleveland. Path yeah. to the playoffs. 
I think the Cardinals right now sitting okay. They're sitting okay. Yeah. People need to calm down. Sit better or better. Like like Jordan said, if they take care of their business, they should be they should be okay. Uh, Coming up next on the program, Sean Crespin attempts to get himself out of the hole that he has created for himself the last couple of weeks. It is Wednesday. That means we play. The line is right. We do it next here on Noble with Chris Crespin and Simone. It sounds like Full House music. Full House? That doesn't sound like a full, full house. house music. That's it. Danny Tanner's going to come around the corner like this. <laughs> it is cheesy. I like it. Yeah, That's that's the point. All right, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little pre-interview the before, the, so before the game gets started here. How you feeling? Lose, have you lost two in a row? Well, I've lost two in a row. But there was some... I don't know if we could rewind to the beginning of the, of the program when uh, my esteemed colleague, Jordan Simone, brought up a line of a football game in and the first segment, on the day of the line is yeah. right. Therefore, it's, it's only one on, game on, there. An, on an app that shows all of the games. Yeah. No, it only had one day. It only had Tuesday. Or Yeah, it only had Wednesday. Sorry. Okay. It only had Wednesday. It didn't show right. the rest of the game. Okay. Let's keep you an eye on it. You know, I mean, we're Listen, all friends it, here, and I and I, yeah. I, I would like to think that you'd hey, be. Hey, look, if anybody is cheating, we uh-huh. know that it's Sean Crespin, I, who will probably get three on the money today. Go ahead and even look at it. <laughs> I've got. Uh, all right, so it's uh, my cardinal ahead, Sean, no, show, my, my show cardinal again, stats. Yeah. Those are my cardinal stat no card. You know, got some got some uh, Kyler Murray rushing statistics on the back. That's all that's here, and I'm gonna have my uh, a little notepad here for my score, and that's it. All okay. right, let's do it. Let's go. All right. So, Jordan, you're the winner, so I'll give Sean the opportunity to go uh, second in this first game. So we'll Mm -hmm. start with you, as always, as the defending champion. The first game on the schedule, the Cincinnati Bengals are going on the road to take on the Miami Dolphins. Ooh, no Joe Burrow. Uh, Look, you feel bad for Joey B and the Bengals that were, you know, they were playing well. They were competing. Uh, but this is this has got to be Miami. Who knows what's going on with Miami with Tua's injury with Fitz Magic? But whoever's in at quarterback, their defense is good enough to get the job done. I'll take uh, Miami minus six and a half. Ooh, it's good. That's a damn good number. I, I, once I w- again, just, I just want to once again credit Jordan Simone. He puts Sean in just such <laughs> bad spots every nope. time he goes first. What nope. a great job by you! The number that was in my head was five and a half. And this SOB says six and a half. Um, let's go. So you're taking Dolphins minus oof, seven. Dolphins minus seven. Sean Crespin. That is a point for Sean Crespin. You are going to be shocked at this number. It is Dolphins minus eleven and Ooh. a half. Dolphins wow. minus wow. eleven. Are the and Bengals a half. that bad with no quarterback? Uh, yes, they are, apparently, <laughs> according to Vegas. Game well, number the, two. The Dolphins' defense has been legit. I think they have a turnover in like 12 straight games, which is just crazy. And uh, they find a way to turn it into points, too. So, all right, I'll buy it. Cleveland at Tennessee. Sean, you go first. Now, I just want to be clear here. I have the number that it opened at. The Browns did shut down their facility. They're doing stuff virtually. But I have the number that this game opened at. So that's the number we're going to use. Sean, you go first. Okay. Cleveland and who? Tennessee. Cleveland at oh, Tennessee. And it's, uh, it's at Tennessee. In Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Let's go. That's what the at means. Thank you, brother. Let's go Titans minus three and a half. 
Titans minus three That's and a half. Jordan Simone. Exactly the number I was thinking of. That's a good number, Sean. I'll I'll do uh I'll go Titans minus four. Titans minus four. Jordan Simone responds God, in a big way. On. Titans minus six. Titans wow. minus six for this football game. Game number no three on the line is right. A a heated battle right now. This is a heated battle. One one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me scroll here. Okay, the Sunday night game. The Broncos go on the road to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Jordan Simone. How's there even a line for this? I'll say Chiefs minus 11. Mm, Chiefs minus 11. It's got to be higher than that. Let's go Chiefs minus 11 and a half. Let's price is right. Chiefs. Sean Crespin. That's another one. He's up 2-1. This is Chiefs minus 13 and a half. 13 and a half. In I was going to say 14. Uh, you would have you would have lost then. You would have gone over. So Jordan mm-hmm. Simone would have won that one. That would have been bad for you, uh, mm-hmm. Sean. Game number four, as Sean has a 2-1 lead. Buffalo at San Francisco. Well, one of the two Monday night games. Buffalo, Buffalo at San Francisco. At San Francisco at Sean Arizona. Crestman. Okay. At Arizona, <laughs> yeah. yep. I go first this one? You go first on this one. Buffalo minus four and a half. Buffalo minus four and a half. Gosh, I just have no faith in Mullins. I'll say Buffalo minus five. Sean Crespin. Woo! Buffalo minus two and a half. Holy Buffalo cow. minus two and a half in this football Apparently game. Apparently Vegas Crespin. has more faith in Mullins than Jordan and I both do, because I was I was uh, agreeing yes. with Jordan. Yeah. Going to game five, Sean is one away from picking up a victory. Game number five. What a game for Jordan to lose if this is the one he loses on. The Giants at the Seahawks. The Giants at the Seahawks. Oh, you know what? I take it back. This game has been taken completely off the board. I don't have a number for it. So we're going to skip this one on my list. Jacksonville at Minnesota. Jacksonville at Minnesota. Why why was that game scrubbed? I don't know. It's list? just not on the board that I'm looking at in probably front of me. Probably because of the Jones injury. Um, That's probably accurate. Am I going first? Uh, who went first in the last one? I forgot. I, I think it's me. I think I'm up first. Oh, so, Jordan, yeah. you go Jacksonville first. Jacksonville at Minnesota? Yeah. Yes. In Minnesota. I know I we do. had the other game that was in Arizona. Minnesota minus seven and a half. Minnesota minus seven and a half, Sean. It's too much respect. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go uh, Minnesota minus seven. Jordan Simone with his back against the wall comes up with a big victory. It's Minnesota minus nine and a half. Wow. Okay. Minnesota minus nine and a half. Sean, you're going first in this one. And boy, boy has, boy, how the tables have turned here with a chance to win Raiders (laughs) at the Jets, Sean Raiders at the Jets, handicap your own team. This sucks. After the game they played on Sunday, I have no idea what Vegas thinks about the Raiders. 43 to six. Thanks Jordan. Appreciate that. Um, Raiders minus, I mean, the Jets are so bad. Raiders minus seven? Raiders minus seven. Jordan, what are you doing with that? Raiders minus seven and a half. Raiders minus seven and a half. Boy, is this a development. On the money, Jordan Simone, it is Raiders minus seven and a half. We are tied and we need a seventh game. Stop it. Let's go. Unbelievable how these things, how the, the, the tables have turned. All Stay right, Jordan, we're going to overtime. Colts at the Texans, Jordan. Colts at the Texans. Colts at the Texans. 
<laughs> Sean's feeling it now. Sean is feeling the mm. pressure. Mm. Got swamp this ass going and this... everything. All right, go ahead. The Texans have been playing lights out, man. Their offense can move the football. Yeah. Colts are good. Defensively, they can stop a nosebleed. The Colts, however, are good defensively. So I'm going to say Colts at the Texans. Colts minus four. Colts minus four. Colts did not look good last week. Playing a good football team, though. Texans are not that great. You said minus four? Four. Man, am I going to be the first team to ever blow a 3-1 lead? <laughs> and the, the line, line is right. right. Colts minus four and a half. Colts minus four and a half. Jordan Simone, run to the fridge. Oh, get some champagne, no! baby. Because no! it's Colts minus three and a half. He has blown the 3-1 lead, ladies and gentlemen. And for the third week in a row, Sean wow. Crespin has gone down in the line is right in dramatic fashion. It feels Sean good. Crespin, you're, it feels good. Look, I just want to say, you know, I, I put in a lot of time and energy uh, in thinking into this and, you know, just come back from 3-1. We thought we were down. We never found out. We just got back to our trust. We trust our training and uh, we won again. This one hurts. Sean Crespin, your thoughts? This one hurts, man. I'm riding a I'm riding a three three week losing streak, and then the, to had think, him backed against the to wall. To think too. that I had my own team right there, my <laughs> Raiders. I just had to say seven and a half, and it would have been over. I went with seven. I always go. I should always go with the hook. I didn't do it, and uh, you know we'll just have to show back up next week. You know you you forget about it. You move forward. On to, on to Cincinnati. On to week 14. <laughs> on, on that note, that'll do it for us here on the Wednesday edition of Noble with Chris Cressman and Simone. You can always follow the show on Twitter at Noble underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Shoe Radio. Sean at S Crespin 2 Jordan, uh, tweet all your your gambling thoughts to Jordan. He's riding high right now three yeah. weeks in a row. At Jordan Simone uh, 38 Jordan, tell everybody what they need to do. Please subscribe to the show. I'm trying to get my future kids to college. Thank you. <laughs> you can do so. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back on Friday, a full football preview for you on Friday. Lots of college football and pro football to discuss. Uh, I think ASU is back in action this week, gentlemen, so we'll probably get into that on Friday as well. In the meantime, everybody, enjoy the Wednesday afternoon football. We'll talk to you on Friday.